Hi, so joining me tonight is Carmen, and my name is Catherine. Uh, how are you doing tonight? How are you feeling about this award show? Oh, I'm excited. I'm so thrilled. It's so good to be among so many cool people. I met Robert De Niro yesterday, getting ready. Ooh, and what did he say? Well, you know, he hit on me. Is inappropriate. Very disturbing. Very inappropriate. <laughs> so what are you wearing tonight? Oh, you know, just like a duffel bag. A duffel bag? Yeah. That okay. I repurpose as pants and overalls. So. I mean, I do think it's an interesting choice. I was wondering what this material was, <laughs> why your tits were out. But I'm glad to know that it is duffel bag material. Yeah, you know, I think it really, it really sends a message, you know? That, like, we're all in duffel bags, so. Are we not all in duffel bags? <laughs> That's very true. It's always so great to see you on the red carpet. Who are you wearing today? Oh, I'm wearing, um, it's like a repurposed cat fur gown. Oh! So sure. I worked with Roomba to collect all of the cat hair in my home and in many other people's homes. Sure. And to create it into like a sustainable fiber dress. It is itchy. I'm allergic to cats and I am covered in welts. But I'm excited to be here tonight. No, that's great. I mean, you wouldn't be able to tell. It just looks like, you know, you're wearing chinchilla all over I mean, your body. I mean, doesn't it though? It's very, very fashionable. I get right. it. Well, I guess we'll go in and sit in an uncomfortable chair for like three, four hours. Yeah. And pretend to smile and uh, have a great time. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree. Hopefully you get a bathroom break. I don't think they do bathroom breaks at the Oscars. Well, that's terrible. You know what? We're not going to address the will situation because it's No, been, we have to. Carmen. It's been talked to death. <laughs> we're talking about it. I'm putting this in right. We're starting right now. Ready spaghetti it. Let's go. We're talking <laughs> are right we now. ready spaghetti? <laughs> we are ready spaghetti. Welcome to I'd Kill a Spider for You. My name is Catherine. And I'm Carmen. And this is our bi-weekly podcast where we talk about whatever we want. And this week we're going to be talking about the Oscars. And I literally had to cut Carmen off. Because I'm like, we're starting the podcast now. Because she doesn't <laughs> want to talk about Will Smith. And like, what are we doing an Oscars episode about if we're not going to address the Will Smith of it all? We're not going to address on the now. elephant in the room, I guess. Can you imagine? End of the episode. And we're like, anyway, watch Fresh, the, the, the reboot of Fresh Prince. Oh, God. Have you tried it, by the way? Have you tried watching it? Absolutely not. No, it right? It looks like a parody. It, it looks, looks like terrible. It looks like Empire, joke. but... Yeah, not hundred percent. It looks like a joke. Like, let's do a very serious um, version Fresh of the Prince. Fresh Prince. No, for who is that? Who is that for? The Fresh anyway. Prince is like a perfect show. I mean, it's a fine sitcom. Yeah, but it's it, not it a perfect holds up. Show. It holds up. It's still funny. I mean, you it's know what? Still, it is still funny. It's You're still right. funny. It's still entertaining. You could watch it 8 million times and you'd still find it funny. You're right. It is. It does hold up. It does hold up. Um, 
But let's let's begin. So how did you find out? We're going to talk about the Oscars in general as a concept. We're going to talk about our favorite Oscar, um, mm-hmm. sorry, our favorite actors and movies that oh, should we haven't have won Oscars. Yes, we did. You're Catherine, I'm Carmen. Yeah. Oh. I jumped in, Carmen. I jumped right in. <laughs> I'm so glad. Um, That's so funny. Yeah, we're going to talk about like our the people we think should have won an Oscar or movies we think should have won an Oscar. So many. Um, but before that, yeah. So I had been out all day and then I came home and later, literally I came home just as they were like, and the Academy Award for Best Film is whatever. And I just saw like Coda winning and I was like, okay. And my mother was like, so Will Smith. Uh, I mean, yeah. And she was so, my mother is so firmly on Will Smith's side. Of course, we she's should all like, be. She's like, Chris Brock has been saying shit about Jada for a while. He should, whatever, he's defending his wife. Like, you're upset just because he did this, blah, blah, blah. My mother is so firmly, she's like, I don't even like Chris Rock. I think my mother would have slapped Chris Rock in the mouth a long time ago. Yeah, if yeah, she yeah, had yeah, had yeah, the yeah. opportunity. So she was like firmly like, yes, please, please slap this man in the face. Um, I personally think <laughs> it's the wildest thing that's ever happened in like the Oscar history, just because it's like everybody puts this award show on a huge pedestal, and the fact that but it's garbage, like, it is garbage. But the fact that someone on like in Hollywood was like, you know what, I'm just gonna slap this man in the face and then like win an award and then weep while I'm it's doing great. my acceptance it's speech. Fantastic. I'm like. It's just, oh, it's so good. <laughs> but what that's the you? only thing that made it relevant, because, like, I did not know the Oscars were happening. Yeah, right. Until I opened my Instagram. I was, like, watching, like, Long Island Medium or something, and then I opened my Instagram, and it's just like, I was, I thought he died. <laughs> I was like, is Will Smith okay? Because <laughs> it was just, like, his die? face, his face all the way down. And then I was like, oh, he did something. Um, But needless to say, some idiot scholar is going to write some sort of academic paper on the cultural if relevance they haven't of, already like as it's if in they the- yeah if they haven't already um it hasn't even been a week and i'm sure it's already in writing i've already seen all the like op-eds of like white women being like i was scared for my life and i was like you're just scared of black people in general Let's truly the the this has revealed white people in a way where i'm like I genuinely felt like I was like, all these people were like, is Will Smith a, a Negro? Like, I accepted him into my heart <laughs> for many a year. Like, it's like, that's the feeling that I'm getting off of it. It's like that, that SNL sketch, the um, Beyonce one. When the Beyonce turned black. Yeah. Yeah. Because she, I'm like, this is what's happening. Not that being violent is what is black. It's just that the perception of Will Smith as wholesome. Um, the second the second he does something that's not wholesome, it's immediately like who let the negro in? Like it's a, like that's the attitude right, that yeah. seems to be, which is terrible because it just means that black people are only accepted through hyper um, respectability politics, and then hyper, they are not seen hyper. as human otherwise. Even though some of the other people will get into it who have won awards are terrible, horrendous human beings who have beaten the shit out of people like Madonna. Or other things. So, you know, I don't know. You know, I remember I saw this thing where it was like when Marlon Brando refused to go to the Oscars and he brought um, the indigenous woman to talk about like her rights and stuff. And she was like getting booed 
as she was giving the speech, and apparently John Wayne had to be held back by six men from assaulting her on the stage. And I was like, but Will Smith is the problem. He's truly the problem. We will still be nice to Liam Neeson and award him things, even though he has said that he just randomly one night searched the streets for a black man to kill. But, you know. You know, or uh, the fact that Harvey Weinstein won all of those awards, or the fact that is it Roman Polanski who yeah. won an Oscar but wasn't even able to come into the country to win it because he was being investigated for being a fucking creep. Yeah. So yes. anyway, so on that note, let's <laughs> talk about I guess like a personal. I mean, we're gonna talk about we're gonna continue talking about the racism, but like culturally, I used to love the Oscars when I was younger. It? Yeah, love them. Me too. But mostly, it was just like. Mostly was to see what people were wearing, especially when I was sitting with my mom, because if anybody has immigrant parents, you will know, one, they have no compassion. There's no, like, nothing when it comes to what other people are wearing. Mm -hmm. I come from a culture where if they see somebody wearing something truly hideous, they'll turn to their kid and be like, if you don't behave, I'm going to dress you like that (laughs) in front of the person. So, like, it's always a hoot to watch dress-related things with my mom, because the amount of time she was like, it looks like they went through a paper shredder. They look like bubble wrap. They look like they're wearing a garbage bag. And so on. And you can just imagine. It gets very creative. That is always fun. That is always a hoot. Uh, Joan Rivers was actually the one that started the who are you wearing stuff. Or what are you wearing? Yeah. But yeah, I used to watch it because I used to like, I mean, especially if if I had seen the movies that were nominated for Oscars, Mm-hmm. I would then watch the Oscars and be rooting for those movies. And I feel like the older I get, the less I'm into these Oscar movies. There's like here and there I'll like some, but like for the most part, I'm like these movies are so Remember there's this one movie that once that won and it was like a black and white French movie for best picture. It was like The Artiste or something and I was like Or The Pianist, was it? No, no, no. No, no, no. The Pianist is like Dramatic. No, not the pianist. I'm thinking of that other movie. Yes, Schindler's I know what you're talking about. No, 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 no. I am. I think I yeah, am yeah, yeah. It's like the artiste or something. And I was like, yeah, but yeah. I was like, who the fuck? Anyway, anyway, my point is, is that it seems to be run by a bunch of very, very white hipster humans. Hipster is the wrong word. I think geriatric, Carmen. Oh God, yeah, maybe geriatric. Not. But is I do the feel like hipsters term. do sometimes run it because sometimes there's these indie movies that are there, and you're like, geriatric, Carmen. Geriatric? Truly. Do you think it's geriatric? Geri- it's geriatrics and like two hipsters. Like that's that's and they're the like ah youth. <laughs> yes, this is what the youths enjoy. Correct. Yeah. Like yeah, I agree. It's very funny, by the way, that you're like watching it with your mom because truly. I used to watch the Oscars all the time, and I realized it's just because I watched them with my mom. Yeah. I don't watch Oscars otherwise. I don't watch any award shows. I don't give two shits. But my mother is always watching them every year. 100%. And she will complain, and she'll be like, "This is these people are stupid, and this person shouldn't have won, and this is this and <laughs> that. Yeah, but part. she will watch it. Yes. Every time. Yeah. That's That's why they do it. Also, I feel like musical talent, like if there's like good singers at the Oscars, I'll watch that. Mm -hmm. That I'm down for. Or that year when all the Mexican directors won all these awards, like one year after another after another. And I was like, 
God bless you. This is great. This is, but really I didn't watch it for anything other than their categories. And then I called it a day. Because like, great, you win an Oscar, but like, am I paying attention to cinematography? Are you paying attention to sound editing, Catherine? Are you rooting for someone specific? Well, here's the thing. Yes and no, because I do pay attention to cinematography. Like, I'll sure. be like, oh, that does deserve whatever. And, like, when I'm actually watching the movie, yeah, I pay attention to the sound. Of course. Editing. But are but you going to watch the Oscars? The Oscars? You, it's true. It's not as if you're well, like, oh, shit. like, nobody cares. Like, who is that guy? I don't know him. I don't, I don't know these people. Yeah. And I also find it, I get why, but I, because of, of how movies are made, but I always find it mm-hmm. so strange the best picture when it's won, it's announced by the producer. Like it the is? producer is the person that's announced. It's not the director. Oh, oh yes. The producer wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah but yeah. I'm like, okay, so basically y'all had money. Yeah. And you said. You produced this. Hither. Take it. And then, and then you win the award for yeah, banking it's, it's, on the right movie? Isn't that weird? It's deeply weird. It is actually a very strange thing that that's the fact. And the only reason yeah. I realized that was because the year Black Panther won an o- or was nominated for like a movie, I saw that it was uh, what's his face, Kevin uh, Kevin Feige. Yeah, and I was like, he didn't do anything. <laughs> like, obviously, he's done a lot for Marvel, but I just mean that. Like, I was like, what did he do? And you know, then I was Kevin like, Feige. oh, it's producers. Why? And then I realized, oh, that's why Harvey Weinstein has won so many Oscars. Yeah, because he produces all those movies. Yeah. Ugh, disgusting. I, anyway, I don't want to think about Harvey Weinstein, but like on the topic of like the Oscars, the thing about it is, uh, sorry, or the reverence for the Oscars, I always think about like, so like the Will Smith moment is like one of those things where people are upset and I think they're upset because they revere the Oscars and because everything about the Oscars is so up its own ass that they think it's like so important and that it's not being rude or something is the worst thing that someone could possibly do. I often also think about, do you remember the year when Mad Max Fury Road won all those awards? And I can't remember what category she was in, but she was like, maybe it was costume design or something like that. She won the costume designer. Right. And she was wearing like a jeans jacket or something and regular pants and, and went and accepted mind. awards. And everyone was like literally giving her stink eye. Like everyone was giving her dirty looks. People talked about it a whole bunch. And I'm like, does this bitch have to wear a gown? Like, li- why? Why? No. Why not? If I went to like, the Oscars, my ass is not going to be in a gown because then I will trip and fall on my face. Right? Or like, I don't think they're the greatest people in the world, but like when the creators of South Park went... Was it to the Oscars and they wore like they wore gowns and they're two men and they wore like very they like, did? They, one of them one of them wore like the J Lo dress was it I'm pretty sure this was the Oscars and if not it was still another big awards show but one of them wore like the J Lo green dress right. and one of them wore like this like pink dress that like Gwyneth Paltrow had worn and walked the red carpet and people were so mad about it because they're like no you have to take this seriously we're taking it so seriously and they have like no sense of humor about themselves well that's why nobody fucking wants to watch them like the the news sorry but the news you hear constantly is just the 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 rating numbers are dwindling and i was like because they're boring yeah it's literally a bunch of like very rich people giving each other gold statues and you're like and what yeah like literally i remember there was a joke where someone was like when it's like best like documentary short film that's like probably the only real award 
because everything else is just nonsense um because i'm like no that's probably and it's also like because if if you're cobbled together the money themselves yeah exactly but if you're a member of the academy do you have to watch everything apparently they don't i remember like there was a a quote from gary oldman a very racist quote where he was like said that he didn't watch black panther or something not black panther 12 years a slave um and he was saying that like it only won because the slavery movie and like most people didn't even watch it and i was like okay (laughs) great gary oldman but like yeah i think sometimes people do not watch them and they just vote for what they think is best which is why uh, they why it's such a weird voting system like at the end of the day it's a weird popularity contest and also things will win because people have to like lobby for them like things aren't just nominated because they're good you have to like put it forward to be nominated for an oscar and then there's all this like politics about like you know like the best supporting category Mm -hmm. how sometimes they will have put the main actor in the best supporting category or a main actor in the best supporting category because they'll have a better chance of winning it yeah it's like this whole weird thing yeah i also remember so i think i think it might have been it was either johnny depp or brad pitt and this is when I started to realize I was like in my late teens, late teens, and I just remember there was this whole hoopla because I think it's Johnny Depp. Hoopla? Dip. I'm 95. Well, well, how old are you? <laughs> I wanted to disclose Carmen is 100 years older than I am. I don't know what, what uh, there is a whole bunch of hoopla. There was a, there was a kerfuffle in a <laughs> There was a kerfuffle. Continue. Um, about, I think it was, I think you know, it was Johnny Depp not attending the Golden Globes, mm-hmm. but he was nominated. And people were talking about how that was going to hurt his chances of winning the Oscar because he didn't attend the Golden Globes. And so that doesn't look good. So if it, it doesn't look good, if you don't attend one of the award shows, then there's less chances you'll win the other ones because it impacts how people <sighs> vote for you because you're you're not seeming to be very respectful of like the process. And I was like, so really, this has nothing to do with talent. And then when it came out, that wasn't it something like ninety percent of the members were like they're like not black, like they were like oh yeah, even, they're all like old old white men. Yeah, and then they were it's like, like not oh, even oh, a lot of sorry. women. Either. I guess we have to. I guess we have to like fix this up and and change it because I remember John Boyega became like an Academy member, and they but and they were like oh well, there's all these young people that we're recruiting to be part of the Academy. Because they just got to pick and choose who they got to put into the academy. And it was always these, like, stuffy white people. Yeah, unsurprisingly. Also, it's just, like, like the thing about the Oscars is it's literally, like, like a snake eating its own tail, like 100%. an Ouroboros. Because it's, it's, like, you win an Oscar, right? But you're being voted for by your peers anyway, or people in the industry anyway. Yeah. And then because you've won that Oscar, then you're going to get all these other opportunities to be in these films. And it like builds your career. Mm-hmm. It's essentially, it's just essentially actually like a quarterly review or an annual review, actually. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, well, we think you've been doing very well at this company. We're going to give you this award. And so right. by giving you this award, we're going to give you opportunities to do other things. It's like, it's basically a Hollywood annual review it's it's wild yeah and then i mm, there's that and then people but who then win the oscars then win more oscars but and they the, keep the problem up their is is that like the thing i like about the sags is that it's yeah. just the screen actors guild awards at the very least it's just one yeah. it's a union 
so mm-hmm. fantastic. Two, it's just the actors. <laughs> the actors yeah. who know about acting. I just feel like some of these... What does a sound editor necessarily know about costume design? You are correct. Or what does like a costume de- you know it's just like there's certain things i just don't get like i don't understand who votes in those sec- you're correct carmen who the fuck votes in those sections best best visual effects imagine, it's just sorry, like, is i John think Boyega it's good. going to be picking like i'm just giving an example because he's one of the only racialized members that i know of um maybe spike lee as well but spike lee would probably know because he's a director but like would John Boyega necessarily know about like sound editing or would he necessarily know about like short documentaries? This is a very good I wonder if they like like do you only do, have to vote in certain categories? Do, like, do you they get recruit classes? people do you get, like, with an specific expertise? <laughs> is it only sound editors who vote for the sound editing? Well that's section? why I don't like, get it. That's why is, like it doesn't make that's sense. That's a good question. And also award shows are like they're like they are so much like the crumbling empires around us, you know? Because one by one, they are leaving this planet. Because who remembers what happens? What happened to the Golden Globes? Because the Golden Globes are no longer even allowed to be broadcasted. So. Are they not? No. So basically what happened was the Hollywood Foreign Press mm-hmm. is this, was this body that people were like, oh, thank you, Hollywood Foreign Press. is supposed to be like, quote unquote, journalists. But the Hollywood Foreign Press has always been it's like the electoral college, very secretive about who its membership is. Okay. Turns out its membership is 90 something percent old white men or something. Surprising to no one. Yes. So the, this like big expose came out because they were very secretive about their membership information, which pissed off a lot of people when they started being like, well, the Oscars had to tell us. So why don't you tell us? Um, and then, yeah, it turned out that they had like maybe 2%. Like, maybe, like, two black people. Like, who knows? Like, it was just very obviously. All the obvious demographics you could think of is whatever you're thinking, that's what it was. Um, And they had been so staunchly against making changes that – and people were like, what the fuck? Because it was – I think the numbers were even worse than the Oscars. If you could believe – you know, uh, hashtag Oscar so white. Apparently the Golden Globes were worse. And so, and so they I, were like, they just pulled the plug on it. So I think it was ABC. They used to have ownership of like being able to like broadcast, to broadcast it. it. Mm-hmm. They pulled it. They were like, we're not broadcasting this. So they pulled wow. it. Um, and so what ended up happening is that this year, especially because with COVID, it all happened around COVID. So they also didn't really need to be doing any award shows. Um, yeah. But this year, essentially, like I think Ricky Gervais was the last one to to host it right before the pandemic and then Mm -hmm. nothing um but essentially this year they announced the nominees you didn't really hear about it and then awards were just distributed like by mail this i literally had no idea i I mean yeah it it was this huge thing so the golden globes are like are dead now there's like there's like really no point and the hollywood foreign press is like seen as this big embarrassment so Slowly but surely, I'm sure the Oscars will get to that point. I remember, yeah, it's like, never mind. Anyway, what was what I was gonna say? Oh yeah, so it's just these 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 organizations really are obsolete. 
And like, yeah. I do feel like younger, the like, younger people don't care as much. Like as time goes on, like we don't care about awards. Do you think Gen Z is going to care? Like, no. you know what I mean? Mm-mm. So they're like, why? Like nobody cares. Give me a they're basically award show so that I can know what movie to watch. <laughs> they are the Applebee's of like entertainment. We're literally. like, we're not going. So we don't care. Yeah. And we don't need this to be a thing. And like, I personally, segueing, I personally believe, actually, you know what? Should we talk about race stuff? We've already talked about race stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what was I going to say? What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is my segue. So I personally believe mm-hmm. that the Oscars, if they are to exist at all, should be retrospective <laughs> and not yeah something where we're just like deciding the year after after like a long campaign and people like a popularity contest because what truly stands the test of time are the things that should be given awards so i feel like oscars should be given out or some other just like reinvent them and some other award show should exist for movies and it's like five years ago is like where when we start so it's right. like five years ago from whatever it is is when we will give the awards or five years later right so like you can look back five years and be like, oh, that that was the best performance of that year. Right. Because very often it is not the one that is awarded the year No, off. and that's the biggest thing that they say about the Oscars is that you never win the Oscar for the movie that you deserve to win the Oscar for. No, you certainly do not. People win Oscars literally just because people are liked or maybe it's their only chance to win an Oscar or their last chance to win an Oscar. Or they um, like suffered some sort of tragedy and or overcame something recently and it's like, oh, yeah. an award. <laughs> My Good only Oscar that like could be seen as because of a tragedy we gave this person an Oscar that absolutely deserves it is Heath Ledger. Yeah, in the yeah, 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 yeah. Which yeah. actually, funnily enough, if I think, I think if Heath Ledger had been alive, he would not have won an Oscar. But not because yeah. it's a bad performance. It was certainly the best performance of that year. Mm-hmm. Um, but because they don't award comic book movies normally. No, no, no. Exactly. Like, uh, if that had not been, if he had not been, uh, died, then like, they wouldn't have acknowledged how amazing it was. Right. Well, it's like when the Lord of the Rings won every award it was nominated for, but it was for the return of the king. And I was like, this is the installment that wins every award. But it was winning for all. All All of them them at once. Yeah. That's so political. That's what anyways, this is why I'm saying these award shows obsolete. Give me a Metacritic award show where it's like, well, these are the movies you should watch if you haven't. Right? A Metacritic, a rotten, I hate Metacritic and Rotten Tomatoes, but like, even so, I would prefer an odd, like, like maybe the real, the only real award show is the People's Choice Awards. And who wins Or the those? Teen <laughs> Choice Awards. It's those literally... are the, the only real award show is the Teen <laughs> Choice Awards. You heard it here. And because I it, will is the, not, it is the popular I vote. I will not wins. stand down on that point. It is the popular vote, my friends. Absolutely. Yeah, and it, anyways, it just, it, it's just, it's wild. Yeah, so the Golden Globes, bye-bye. The Emmys are still there. People seem to like TV more than they like like tv's gotten stuff. better but and even they're more then, casual like, why is the they why is the big casual. bang theory winning every award for for what i know some I of know. the things that like like i love allison janney right i think she's great 
Mom is not very good. No. And that wins no, all no, the no. awards. I'm like, what's this is garbage? Like, it's like, <laughs> the thing is, and it's like, and it's like, there is such a thing as good sitcom TV. Right. Like, if you were to give an award to Sofia Vergara for Modern Family, oh. I'd be like, I absolutely agree. That is an excellent yeah. comedy performance. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when it's like the people from Big Bang Theory, I'm like, that show doesn't even have any jokes in it. No. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Every joke in the Big Bang Theory is these guys are nerds. Yeah. They have one singular joke yeah. in the entire show and they do it 18 times an episode. And that's all they do. Yeah. And it's like the most popular show of all time. It's very strange. I don't like it. But Catherine, let us get into our choices for what could have been. should have been one what could have been i think the best way to do this is back and forth so okay. i will name my fifth and you'll name your fifth all right and we can discuss mm-hmm. um the format of this is going to be who should have won and who actually won and you will see so clearly <laughs> why we are correct yeah okay so i can go i'm gonna go first mm-hmm. because we were just talking about the politics of it are you wearing your say, barack obama shirt i mean yes <laughs> great my uncle gave this to me in 2008. And I, <laughs> it was a different time. We had a different <laughs> different worldview. Go ahead. Any, any, any way. Okay, so I'm going to say um, the Academy Award for Best Actress mm-hmm. um, should have gone to Gabri Sidibe for Precious instead of Sandra Bullock for The Blind Side. Ooh. You're right. Oh my god, I had forgotten that the blind side had a year where it just won everything. The blind side. It's like the biggest the most like white savior. It's like dangerous minds on crack. It is the most white savior thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It's not good. She's fine in it. Yeah. It's not good. If you were to give Sandra Bullock an award for a terrible racial movie, she should have won an award for Crash because she was a bitch in Crash. And I was like, this is actually a different thing. Yeah. But the reason she won for The Blind Side is because everyone loves Sandra Bullock and they wanted to give her an award because she only does comedies and they don't award comedies. Yeah. Like the second, the millisecond Will Ferrell is in a role where he plays something very serious. Yeah. They will toss an Oscar in his face because they were like, we're never going to award you for the ballad of Ricky Bobby or whatever. But we will. <laughs> well, but they should. <laughs> but they should. But we will award you for this. So like Gabri Sidibe in Precious was she an incredible performance. I think it also has to do with the fact that sometimes when black people play roles where they're like impoverished or something that the Academy Award is like, oh, you're just playing yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gabri That's why Sidibe Sofia Vergara like, doesn't win any awards. Exactly, right? Like, you're, when Gabrielle Sidibe is a light, funny, like, bubbly, comedic, bubbly person, like, she's completely different from her character. Yeah. And she's playing a character who has such a difficult life, and, but she's not, it's not in a way where the character pities herself. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was really good. It's just such a good performance, and, like, it's just a, an incredible performance in a very bummer of a movie and <laughs> it should have won. And Sandra Bullock, as much as I love her, should yeah. be awarded for the things she actually does. Yeah. They should allow comedy. Practical magic, perhaps. And retroactively give her an award for practical magic. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, should win best film, actually. Yeah, for sure. Anyway. 
You. So what's your, what's your fifth? So my number five is for 2015, the best original song. Oh, okay. It should have been Everything is Awesome from the Lego movie. Yes, and what was it? It was Glory for the Selma soundtrack. Oh, and I was God. like, do we need another Oscar song that is gospel or like or the faith love related? Of God. That song, the best part about that performance was when they cut to the crowd and it was like Chris Pine. It took me a second. Yeah. I had to go through a Rolodex of Chris's. It was Chris Pine <laughs> weeping. <laughs> <laughs> like okay relax um dude. relax sir but yeah no that one i think that song's like fine i guess yeah but it but i it, didn't it think only... it was particularly powerful like not that it wasn't powerful but i'm like you listen to everything is awesome once tell me it won't be stuck in your head for three everything is good weeks. when you're part of a team like it's so good that they make fun of it in the second lego movie the idea of a song that gets stuck in your head yeah and they couldn't recreate it because that song left my brain immediately yeah i don't even and yeah. everything is awesome is an incredible incredible song it's Should've so won. good the rap was it even part? nominated no at least it was it was it was but it, it was. didn't win the Should rap song. I mean, remember that performance that they gave at the Oscars when they gave everyone fake Lego Oscars? Ugh, Oprah so got like good. a fake Lego Oscar and they just gave it out in the crowd. And then, you know, like Will Arnett came out as like Batman and, <laughs> and he was like, what did he say? He was I like, I can't recall. He, cause he I'm Batman, on I it, And he's like, no yeah. parents or something. Yeah. Oh, darkness, no parents? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Super rich kind of makes it And it was the better. Lonely Island. Come on. Anyway, it's fine. Yeah, that should have won. You're right. Absolutely. Should have won. Anyway, next for you. Okay. So the next two, I'm not going to say them together, but it's very funny. These are my next two. Okay. So I'm going to say, I should have written the years down. I didn't, but regardless. So for... Best Supporting Actor, mm-hmm. it should have been Hugh Grant for Paddington 2 <laughs> instead yeah, of Gary Oldman for The Darkest Hour. What, what in the fuck is The Darkest what the Hour? What the fuck is that? Do you remember it? No. Is no, it relevant? No. It Will anyone see it again? No. no. Paddington 2 <laughs> is one of the finest movies of all time. This is spoilers for my next one. Paddington 2 is one of the finest movies of all time, Carmen. Have you seen it? I think no. Uh, yes, I did because I watched one. Yes, and then I watched with you, and then I watched two by myself. Carmen, tell me, look at me in the face, look me in the eyes, and tell me that it's not the finest performance <laughs> of Hugh Grant's entire career. I mean, yeah, it's 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 up there. It's a hundred percent. Yeah, it's literally. I can't think of anything he's done better than that. He, it is because other than that, what does Hugh Grant do? Stutter, mumble, like. <laughs> <laughs> flop his floppy hair and fall in love with a woman. That's all he does. Okay. Yeah. And occasionally maybe he'll play a skeevy person closer to himself in real life. But <laughs> Paddington 2, he plays a, a like a washed up actor who does dog food commercials. Mm-hmm. And he is a feat and effeminate and ridiculous. And he plays several different, he plays a nun. He plays like, like a street <laughs> tramp. He plays all of these different things incredibly it is the best performance of hugh grant's career 100 percent. paddington too yeah yeah that's a yeah i mean i'm trying to remember what he even looked like 
Hold on. Remember, he he's like wearing a suit for the most of it, but when he's like a nun, he's dressed as a nun. When he's dressed as like a homeless person, he has like a big scraggly beard. And then there's a scene where he's like, because the reason why he dresses like this is because he has a room full of all of the costumes of all of the characters he's played in the past. And he's literally talking to himself oh, in different yeah. voices as those characters. Oh, Incredible. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now I remember him. That's so funny. Okay. Um, you- okay. So my number four, which really like should be higher up there, but you know, I have emotional connections to these things. So whatever. Um, 2019, the best picture should have been Black Panther. Fuck yeah. all of y'all. It should have been Black mm-hmm. Panther. But then what one but the antithesis to Black Panther? Green Book. <laughs> <laughs> that one the best movie. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. I blocked that shit out. And, and Spike Lee was literally sitting at the front row. Spike Lee. I just remember him looking salty as fuck. He was like angry about it. He's like, fuck this shit. He fucking hated Green Book as everyone should. I love Mahershala Ali, but that was the most like whitewashed telling of like a story about a black man's struggle and like something that he did for people and then making it a white person's story. Yeah, it's literally even his family was like, what did you do to like Like, father's legacy? It's a terrible movie. It's about like apparently like the white characters in that movie teach him about the like fried chicken. It's a wild it's a wild thing. It's called Green Book, which means that any movie that should have been like a actually about the Green Book will not be named Green Book. It stole a good title. It's a bad movie. It was a bad idea. And on the press tour of Viggo Mortensen said the N-word. Like, we don't need this. No. We don't need it. No, Aragorn, please. <sighs> and when the family of the person that the biopic is about is saying, like, don't, like, keep our names out of your mouth. Yes. This is not the real story. It's just not a good look. And the fact that Black Panther was nominated that same year and yeah, did not win. And here's the thing. It's, it's. I mean, they just like threw, they because they never, they like other than The Dark Knight, they don't ever nominate like superhero Comic movies. Book it was just superhero. that Black Panther was at that point where people were like, if you don't nominate this movie. Yeah. So help me. It was Jesus. kind of undeniable at the point at that point. Though I do think that like I can't recall other movies that came out that year like off the top of my head, but yeah. like I don't know if Black Panther is the best movie of that year, but it definitely should have won over Green Book. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yes. Get out of here with that shit. It's also just like Okay. So you're y'all are just snobby and don't want comic and book they movies just, to win awards well that's, they thought that it was like oh it's about um a, like a gay black man so maybe it'll be whatever but it's like no it's about a racist white man it's not about the it's not no. about the gay black man at all it's about the racist white man and him being racist and him overcoming his racism isn't that nice no and then i remember what was it that they would um uh, oh academy for academy award for outstanding achievement in popular film so they created a whole new category so that movies people actually watched would get nominated. That's so funny. So That's very funny. What? What? Yeah. What? That's bad. It's, if you have to add so- a category like that because nobody cares about any of your other movies, maybe maybe, maybe don't do the award show. 
And also, you know what's funny about that is that, like, so in 1992, I guess, because it was 1991 it came out. In 1992, um, they they added, or maybe, what, actually, I might be wrong. What year did Beauty and the Beast come out? Whichever year that was, mm-hmm. they um, nominated Beauty and the Beast for Best Film, right? Oh, yeah. But then the next year after that, they created Best Animated film of course because i bet they people were like i'm i don't want to be put in the same category as an animated movie when animated movies sometimes are the best movies of the year into the spider-verse yes you know what i mean like so it's just like they literally had to create a category because they're that snobby they were like well i don't want to be nominated alongside an animated film so you can't do this again and i think they didn't nominate an animated film for best picture until they added that popular category like years and years later yeah probably not i think it was up maybe i might be wrong that feels right maybe maybe didn't, it like didn't win though it. no no no, no. But <laughs> god forbid like it was something something like that i think one almost nominated for best picture or maybe i'm totally incorrect but i'm not gonna check so let's move on to my next one carmen this could be controversial i don't want you to be upset i've already spoiled what it is a little bit Mm-hmm. But I'm saying that in 2017, because I have looked up the dates now, Paddington 2 should have won Best Picture. Here we go. Over the Shape of Water. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> How very dare you? Paddington 2 is a better movie than The Shape of Water. I... That is not true. It is true. It's absolutely. They both have Sally Hawkins in it. True. Both of those movies involve Sally Hawkins underwater swimming. What's the What's the difference? <laughs> what is the difference? She's She's literally underwater swimming, looking into the eyes of a CGI kind of character. So in both movies, sure, she doesn't masturbate in Paddington Two, but you can't prove to me she doesn't off, off camera. <laughs> Um, but Paddington 2 should have won. Paddington 2 is one of the best movies of all time. Again, I take no criticisms, but if you've seen Paddington 2, you know I'm right. Paddington reforms the prison system. You know what I mean? Yeah. Paddington is kind, and if we're kind and polite, the world will be right. It's, it it's an incredible movie. <laughs> it's, it's great. And again, Hugh Grant in a dog costume selling dog food is peak. It's the best comedy. We are all allowed to have our opinions. The post credit, the credits scene, the post or not post credits, during the credits, they play a scene of Hugh Grant in the now reformed, very pink prison, performing a musical number with all the inmates. I do remember it's that. so good. <laughs> it's one of the, anyway, anyway. Now, to be clear, in my opinion, Guillermo del Toro winning Oscar for best picture for that, that year is a prime example of you don't win the award you were su- for the thing you were supposed to win the award for. Yeah, absolutely. So what that's he, like, should he have award won for? Pan's Labyrinth, but they wouldn't they wouldn't mm-hmm. allow Pan's Labyrinth in anything other than Best Foreign Film. Oh, because they're not allowed to nominate movies that aren't like in English, except for except Parasite. for Parasite, where they were like, I guess. They're like, fine, I guess this is a really good movie. So annoying. And there again, I think there are better films than Parasite, but Parasite's a really great movie. Yeah. I think the reason why Parasite did so well is because it had a very eat the rich kind of thing. And I think um so but good. done in a way Huh? I said so good. Oh so what so good, yeah. And it's done in a way where it's like 
undeniably compelling that I think all those rich people had some sort of like instead of um white guilt, it was like rich guilt, and they mm-hmm. were like, I guess. And also, I think there's like so much push to include um not just black people but other my racial minorities, and so they were like, all right, but. The white people were so salty about Paris. But to be clear, I'm not yeah. saying Paris I shouldn't have been nominated or anything like that. I think it's great that it was nominated in both categories. I love that. But, man, the white people were so salty. It was so funny. It was, yeah. And, well, they're also rich, so, you know. Because um, I'm just thinking, oh, right. Because Jordan Peele won Best Screenplay for Get Out, but then didn't win, like, Best Director. No. That's another thing that bothers me when someone wins, like, they be- win they win every award except for, like, Best Director or something. So, like, sometimes Best Picture doesn't win Best Director. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, how yeah, does yeah. that track? You know what I mean? It doesn't. It's not as if Best Director is, like, a performance, re- again, a performance review. If Best Director was, they went to the cast and asked them, how did you feel about your experience? <laughs> then then <laughs> it could be a different thing. But Best Director not winning Best Film is always weird to me. No, it's very strange. Okay, so this one will also probably be controversial, but I think you will enjoy it, Catherine. I don't remember the year. It might be 1983. But, uh... The Last Emperor is the movie that won the best picture. Mm-hmm. Have you yes. heard of it? Because I haven't. Sure, certainly have not. No. no, I've never. Don't know what it is. Don't know what it's about. What should have won is Miami Connection. <gasps> oh my gosh! You're <laughs> right! Kind because you know what? Choice. It screamed at can. That is... Su- I was literally listening to Friends earlier today. I I agree. Anyone who's not seen Miami Connection, I implore thee, go to, to go on YouTube. <laughs> hither on to YouTube. I don't know why I'm doing it like this, but onto YouTube you must go and you must click the the Miami Connection director's cut or theatrical edition and watch it for free and enjoy yeah. the best film of all time. Yeah. It is magical. Yeah, that's that's a great choice, Kevin. Stupendous. That's not even, and to be clear, we're not even fucking joking. This no. is not like no, a no, hit. no, no. This is a sincere, a sincere, a sincere, 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 sincere choice. Yes, yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred fucking percent. Anyway, Catherine, your turn. My turn. Okay, two thousand four. Right. Mm-hmm. The Oscars are um, giving out every award to Return of the King. Right. Okay. Except for any acting awards. They give the best supporting actor award to Tim Robbins in Mystic River. Who cares? Mm. Mm-hmm. They don't even nominate Sean Astin for The Return of the King. And they don't give him a goddamn thing. <laughs> Literally, if you're going to give someone one of those awards for all your performances, Sean Astin as Samwise Gamgee in The Lord of the Rings, of everyone, yeah. deserves an award. Mm-hmm. And then Smeagol, Andy Serkis. In close Andy Serkis could have, yeah, as well. But like, Sean Astin carries those, he literally carries those films on his back up right? a mountain. <laughs> like, his performance is so incredible. Samwise Gamgee is, is one of those characters that's so well done that he's like, it's as if it's not an acting role. Yeah, it's like, no, but Samwise, he, he just exists. Yeah. But it's, yeah. So upsetting. I don't have nothing to say other than the fact that they never nominated any of the acting in Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah, that was trash and without question like if i was to nominate movie by movie i'm nominating sean bean as boromir for the fellowship <laughs> yes it's pretty great um 
I don't know if I'd nominate anyone in the two towers, but the return of the king goes to Sean Aston. Very fair. I think that makes sense. I can't carry it for you, <laughs> but I can carry you. Oh dear. Anyway. All right. You? Okay, so 2007, this is going to be an obvious response for me. Uh, best foreign film was won by Lives of Others. I don't know, it's German, I think. Cool. Who should have won? It's Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely right. I will always agree that Pan's Labyrinth should have won. I can't remember what won the year that Portrait of a Lady on Fire won Best Foreign Film, but that's another one that's like, sometimes Best Foreign Film is so wrong. Right? I think so. That's why I was like, excuse me? But anyway, and the only reason that he won Best Foreign, or that that, that like he was nominated for Best Foreign Film is because they were still had, they still had sticks up their asses about movies being in, God forbid, another language. So <laughs> anyway, um, so there's that. So Catherine, what's your number one? Oh. Did Par- Parasite win Best Foreign Film? Yes, it did. Yeah. And Best Picture. So I firmly believe that seeing as Parasite won Best Picture, Portrait of a Lady on Fire should have won Best um, Foreign Film. But that's not my number one. No. Never mind. I just had to get that out. My number <laughs> one is something you would know if you know me. If you know me, you know what my number one is. Listen. It's 1998, Carmen. Let's paint the picture. Okay. Right? Uh-huh. Jack Nicholson wins. Best actor for as good as it gets. No, 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 no. But what came out the year before? What was the what was a movie that everyone loved? It was Men in Black. <laughs> and what was the <laughs> finest performance in Men in Black but Vincent D'Onofrio? Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio. And I don't care that he should, I guess, technically would be a best supporting actor. No, nix that. Whatever. I don't care. Best actor in a motion picture goes to Vincent D'Onofrio. As the cockroach man? As a cockroach man, as Edgar, or Egger, as he call, his wife calls him. <laughs> as Egger, whatever, slash the cockroach alien in Men in Black. That is one of the most memorable performances of all time. Yes. That is one of the best physical performances of yes. all time. Yes. I literally, as a child, would do impressions of him <laughs> constantly. And anytime I rewatch that movie, I'm like, oh, I was not wrong. This was not anything where it's like, oh, a little kid finds that funny. No. No, no. It's it's Best great. performance in almost anything you've ever seen. Yep. It's like the way he moves, the way he talks. Can I just say that Vincent D'Onofrio does not get enough credit in the acting world. Because even as like... Kingpin, Kingpin, I'm like, wow. He's an incredible Kingpin. He's such a good actor. But Vincent D'Onofrio as the bug alien, like, <laughs> I put my hands on my head. Like, yeah. it's so <laughs> fucking good. It's <laughs> a good one. That's a good one. That's great. And yourself? Thank you. So thank mine you. is going to be very obvious as well to anybody who has ever had talked about the Oscars with me because it's the first thing I complain about. Literally, I knew this. I was like, oh, it hasn't happened yet. Oh, it hasn't happened yet. Oh, it must be her number one. Of course, it's my number one, Catherine. So, you know, there was a little movie that came out thanks to the lovely, you know, Spike Lee. Yes. Called Malcolm X. Which was... And who, was who was in that movie? You know, it was it was Denzel. It was Denzel Washington. Now... 
for anyone who has seen that movie, you will know that Spike Lee very publicly said that he feels like the spirit of Malcolm X was like inhabiting him, inhabiting him, that there were moments where he was like, this is not Denzel. This is Malcolm X. Um, And anybody who watches that movie does kind of feel that way. Because one of the big things that came out was that Denzel is like darker skinned. Oh, yeah. He's like 10 shades darker than Michael. Yeah. And people were like, he doesn't even look like him. Wait, give it two seconds. And you literally literally think it's Malcolm X. Becomes him. It's incredible. It's, 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 first of all, an amazing movie. That movie should have won everything. The movie itself should have won everything. But then Denzel should have won. But who won? But Al Pacino. For what movie? Scent of a Woman. Catherine, what the fuck is Scent of a Woman? What's that, And apparently, I've talked to people about this before who like the Oscars. Apparently, Al Pacino should have won for other stuff in the past, but didn't. Mm -hmm. So it's a perfect example of you don't ever win for the movie you should win for. Um, And so Denzel was nominated for Best Actor and lost to Al Pacino. And all I have to say to that is like, Fuck you. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck like, you. Like, just, like, don't... Especially... Because here's the thing. The idea that they're like, I we really wanted to give an Al-, Al Pacino an Oscar for the movie we didn't give him an Oscar for. But, like, when a performance like Malcolm X comes along, why not just be like, we'll, we'll, we'll give wait. it to you next time, Al. Yeah. Maybe you'll be in another movie. Exactly. That's why I was just like, are you stupid? Like, are Give you- it to him for Jack and Jill. I don't care. But, like, don't... <laughs> Literally Do not take anything. So that was upsetting. Um, and then, I mean, Denzel did eventually win an Oscar, but he won an Oscar for Training Day. Training Day. Which I hate. I hate that he had to play this, like, skeezy piece I mean, of shit I don't, cop. It's one of those things where it's like, I don't think he shouldn't have won for Training Day. I think he should have won for Malcolm X and, and Training, Training Day. Day. I was just like, I'm like, what the fuck is this issue like why 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 was that his first oscar (sighs) i mean he should have won he should have won best actor as well for whenever remember the titans came out but i mean if you want to give me the best one of the finest movies truly so of all time i it's also like it's just so wild so yeah like who wins and who doesn't or like sometimes they will give you a nomination that you're like oh my god i think that's deserved like when they nominated melissa mccarthy for bridesmaids i was like this is perfect one of the very few comedy performances that gets nominated but that performance was like incredible yeah and like sometimes they they do give it to like a comedy thing but like nine times out of ten they don't no you're just like like, you also, know some of their comedies are not comedies. No, no. They're, well, no, that's, I think it's Golden Globes that does musical or comedy. Yeah. Or whatever. The Oscars doesn't even acknowledge comedy. Oh, yeah. You're right. Oh, but they do have music, isn't it? No, they don't. That's the Golden Globes. They don't, they don't acknowledge musicals. They don't acknowledge comedies. Are and then sure? with the Golden Globes, things really? that are are not musicals and are not comedies get nominated. Yeah, because for they, they give like dramedies. And yeah. you're like, this was a depressing movie with like a quirky quirky quote-unquote quirky character like it's just like it's garbage every time yeah but yeah yeah i'm just waiting for the day yeah where will ferrell wins his academy award (laughs) because i remember yes for talladega nights um like i remember there was an oscar sketch you know how the oscars are sketches and usually they're terrible oh yeah i always remember that one though that was actually really good with will ferrell and um jack black and 
John C. Riley, and they sang like a oh, song yeah. about how they would never be nominated because they do comedies yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they're like they made up fake movies, right? For like what they would win for, right? And I distinctly, rem- I I always remember this. His Will Ferrell's was like. I play a gangbanger with no arms and legs or like who teaches like homeless people Hamlet or something like it's like or or or, or a man with no arms and legs who teaches gangbangers Hamlet. And I was like that is it. Please make that movie little Feral. <laughs> or um, I'm trying to think of I mean uh, yeah, the comedians that host <laughs> it like I remember cuz I remember Whoopi Goldberg back in the day yeah hosted a few and those were good like she was funny like she was good yeah, she, she was. was she was great because she's an entertainer yeah so she's amazing mm-hmm. somewhere down the line things went horribly wrong and i was like why yeah. am i bored yeah they don't here's the thing like when they had like this this sounds like the most old person thing ever but like when they had people like Whoopi goldberg or billy crystal hosting the oscars or even like Ellen, it was like better because those people are yeah. entertain not just comedians or not just actors or entertainers. Mm-hmm. But then they had like that year where it was like Anne Hathaway. Oh, I remember and like, that. Um, James Franco, and it's like Why? these people are actors. They are not entertainers. They no. are not used to like performing for like a crowd or doing any sort of like whenever it's like Ricky Gervais does those other ones, like, right. the Golden Globes. Like, again, he's, like, a comedian, and he's kind of mean-spirited when he's doing it, so I don't really like it, but it's still better, because he's a better entertainer. I mean, but, I, like, I they thoroughly need people, enjoy it. <laughs> they need people who are, like, more well-rounded, like, entertainers, sure. not just, like, an actor who, like, yeah. is mildly amusing. No. To be clear, Ricky Gervais has taken credit for ruining the Golden Globes because he's like, remember, I hosted it one last time after I said I wouldn't, and now they're gone. <laughs> I was like, great, Ricky. That's fantastic. I do love it. Although the good. best, the I'm going to say this, whatever. I know Ricky Gervais is an asshole, but I do like that he roasts the rich people in the audience because they're so precious about themselves. Mm-hmm. It's like, you have money, you're so precious. But also, the best moment, to me, ever in award show hosting history, is when, right at the end, they almost cut it off at the Golden Globes, when Ricky Gervais said something like, and from myself and Mel Gibson, shalom. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't expecting that one. Or some shit, and I was like, magic magic and i'm definitely butchering it but it was something to that effect um and so that is why that was good but at the end of the day these award shows are literally just nominating people as like this weird high school like yeah popularity contest for stupidity and a half like it's just stupidness nonsense it's, it's, it's literally just yeah a popularity co- i have that stupid song in my head the second you started saying it's a popularity contest you know that song high school never ends or whatever no i don't even want to sing it i'm not going to <laughs> um that's what popped into my head uh <laughs> fucking hell i hate that song <laughs> wait anyway, i don't even know that song. i'm not i'm, I'm not going to dignify it any further anyway but yeah, it is just a it is just a popularity contest, and we need um, better shows. Let's do something better. The whole damn world is just so obsessed with who's the best dressed and who's having sex. That's a lyric from that song. Oh my um, god! 
Although, let I me just be myself. clear that I, I hate love my memory. Seeing... I remember such garbage. It's just like, why, 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 why don't I understand this? taxes, but I have that in the back That's of my no brain? Need. There's no, especially, I have, I have no idea what that is. Like, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> Who's the artist? I don't know. It's oh, terrible. Um, <laughs> Although the only thing I do like about award shows is like seeing Nicole Byer in like a full gown and like makeup. Yeah, that's magical. But we should. It's just funny, funny let that her it was um, it all the time. It was Kristen Siriano. Yeah. Um, who's the same one who did the um, Bowling for Soup? Is the name of the band? Oh, oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Kristen Siriano is the one who did like Leslie Jones's dress. Remember right, when right, nobody right, right. would dress her? And then like since then, he has been like dressing black women. And I'm like, honestly, perfect. An ally. Yeah, perfect. And trans folks, gender non-binary. Yeah. He is on an episode of Jonathan Van Ness's show on uh, Netflix, Getting mm-hmm. Curious, and they talk about gender. And he's like, and they talk about the fashion industry and how in the fashion industry, some designers don't want to dress non-binary folks. We haven't addressed this actually, because it just occurred to me, but like the categories of the Oscars. Oh yeah. yeah. Best actress and best actor. Funnily enough, there was a Chris Rock joke from like a few years ago where he was like, why is it gendered? Because it was while he was hosting the Oscars, he's like, he's like, Meryl Streep's not like running to catch up to some like, like, like man or something like that. Like, why is it uh, gendered? I'm like, you know what? No, they're right. They're right. Again, super irrelevant now. Super irrelevant. Like if they were to retool it and have like an, I don't know. I don't know how they would determine it. It, I feel like there'd be a bunch of like weird fighting and it still would end up being like half men, half women. Of course. It's very strange. Of course. Anyway. But yeah. yeah, the one thing I would like to celebrate is the fact, I haven't seen Coda, but I love the fact that right now I'm seeing a bit of like a resurgence of like deaf kind of like representation in media in general, which I think mm-hmm. is needed because if anybody knows stuff about the deaf community, a lot of folks who are within the deaf community like when people talk about cochlear implants and things like that, there's a lot of conversations about how the deaf community is a community. So it's people who speak, it's imagine it as like a different culture. So they speak their own language, they have their own whatever. And I'm glad that it's getting recognition in that way. Despite the fact that it has to be through the Oscars, I still think it's like a little movie like that with like little known actors is the only time where I'm like, I think it's fair for them to want to win an Oscar because then it like raises the notoriety of said movie. But if it's like, I don't know, Brad Pitt winning an award or Leonardo, they don't need, they're not like a tiny fucking indie movie, right? It might, might as well be like a fucking Marvel movie. They, you should be, there should be a cap. Like, Meryl Streep shouldn't be allowed to win any more Oscars. There yeah. should be like, you won 10 now, you cannot win anymore. Yeah, exactly. Unless it's like, and like or if you do, you have to give one back. <gasps> that would be That's great. the system. That you If you win over a certain amount of Oscars, you have to return one, and then someone <laughs> else from that year gets an Oscar. See? This is what I mean. But anyway, so I'm at least happy about the CODA thing, because 
I personally am just even in like Hawkeye and all the other stuff. I'm like, yeah, I was literally like when you were like, there's, there's been better representation of like deaf and hard of hearing people. I'm like, in Hawkeye? <laughs> no, but it was good. I mean, like... But it was seeing, good, actually. I think there's that. And then what was the other one? There, Shameless also had, like, a deaf character. And he's actually played by... Because CODA, I think, stands for, like, children of uh, children deaf of, adults. Yeah, deaf adults. Um, And he is, in real life, like a hearing oh. child of a deaf adult. Um, That's One neat. of the actors who was in uh, Shameless. And so, like, I don't know. It's just really... It's nice to see, and then there were the Eternals. However, poopy that movie was, had um, it one was of the so only bad. interesting characters. <laughs> Literally, her and like um, Druid Kamel Nanjiani. Oh, him too. Yeah, although the he b- fucked about. off. The Druid character, like when he was interacting with a character who is deaf, I can't remember the character's name. M- Malika Makari. Makari, I think. Yeah, yeah. When he is interacting, when Druid is interacting with Makari. Is the only time I find Druig interesting, right? He's yeah. not. If he if that interaction, if he wasn't like flirting with her, I wouldn't give a shit about him. I'd be like, Get out fair. of here, you weird That's man. That's fair. Kumail Nanjiani fucked off the in the third act, whole Catman. movie, and then he fucked off. I was like, "What's strange. happening here? Why would you do this to me?" But anyway, the point is, is that the Oscars are a sham. <laughs> yeah. Side note on the Eternals. <laughs> The Oscars that are movie a sham. was poopy, as Carmen says. She's both a ninety-year-old woman and a three-year-old boy. <laughs> it's, it's how I do things. Um, the Oscars are poopy. Eat the rich. Much, they smell. Yes. Eat They're the stinky. fucking rich. Fuck like all this like you know God like weird veneration of like rich people with too much money and too much time on their hands. Fuck it. Fuck it. Honestly, and again. Only watch the People's and the Teen <laughs> Choice Awards as they yes. are the only real awards. And they have show. really good categories like Best Kiss, Best Fight. I'm here, here. for it. Like, yes. Better, better, much better, better. Or, you know, yeah, England I'm, has the Mobos. Let's not talk about England. But England has a, are so it, scary looking. What do you mean? They're like a like, Baptists look like a little face. Oh my they? god! Yeah, no, but do you know what? Ugh, I'm trying to remember what it stands for. Do you know what the Mobo Awards are? No, Mobo. And we're Canadians, and we don't give two shits about the Juno Awards. So, like, whatever. Yeah, no, no, no. Or the <laughs> the the, the um, CF CS so, whatever. So the Mobo Awards are an annual British Music Award representation, um, honoring achievements in music of Black origin. Oh. So it's like, uh, but I think That's Sam neat. Smith has won. So let's like pump our brakes on that one. But oh, you know, still. The BET Awards. Still anyway, BET cool. Awards are exclusively good for their performances. They have 100%. the best performances. Actually, without question. what was the award show where R. Kelly did Trapped in the Closet? Uh, yeah, I don't live? know. Because I, it I seared know. into my brain as a child. Because it's like, and the man cringe. was a midget, midget. <laughs> literally Catherine I have to find, I'll find the performance but I was everybody in the audience is like what is that a wild song happening? I mean it's not the wildest thing that R. Kelly has done but it is pretty <laughs> it's up there oh I think okay. he's being sentenced on my birthday anyway congratulations happy birthday Carmen thanks it'll be great I get Obi-Wan Kenobi coming out and you get uh, R. Kelly's sentencing yeah and I'm an abolitionist so I'm gonna be both happy and feel bad about it <laughs> So. You're like, go rot in jail, although I do believe that they should be abolished. Yeah. <laughs> so it's great. Anyway, Catherine, what recommendations do you have? 
I am going to recommend. So Taika Waititi came out with a show called Our Flag Means Death. Oh, okay. And it's on HBO. Uh-huh. I literally got a seven-day free trial to Crave to watch it. It's a gay pirate show. What? Literally. It's like, and it's based off of real historical characters and real historical events, but yeah. like, obviously, you know, embellished. Yeah. So it's um this pirate named Steed Bonnet, who was a real pirate who went by the gentleman pirate. And he, in real life, was like a gentleman who wanted to be a pirate and like became a pirate and then met up with... um. Edward Teach, who is Blackbeard. And then he wow. and Blackbeard, like, sailed together for a bit and then, like, did a bunch of stuff. And so this is interpreting that, but as a romance. And it's between um, Steve Bonnet Stop. and Blackbeard. Stop. And, Bla- and Taiko Waititi plays Blackbeard. And then there's also these other characters in the show. There's other queer representation. There's this non-binary character who is, gets to, or a non-binary actor who gets to play a non-binary character. Nice! And have a romance... And goes by Jim and has this, like, great background. But literally, yeah. A romance. Ugh. Bless Taika Waititi. So good. Giving us the best TV. Because Reservation Dogs, my god. What a gem of a show. (laughs) What a fucking incredible TV show. That did win an award, by the way. Um, And I was, I was, I was happy about that. But it had nothing to do. I think it was, like, the Independent Spirit Awards or the Critics' Choice or some nonsense. But anyway, my recommendation... Actually has to do with what we're talking about, and it's called This Changes Everything, mm-hmm. which is a documentary produced by um, Gina Davis and Whore Production, her production studio, because Gina okay, Davis- Whore is- Production? <laughs> her production studio, and she is, I mean, Gina Davis is just, like, now she is a god among men. Woman. Yeah, yeah. She's just, what a dream. Um, And the documentary basically puts like into kind of um, they did a lot of research around just quantitative data related to women directing films in Hollywood and how some of them have won Oscars and have had like the highest grossing movies, but they still won't be given um, like the chance to direct a Marvel movie necessarily or they wouldn't get a chance to blah, blah, blah. Up until very recently, because they were like, oh, no, no, these women can't handle movies of this magnitude. So it's kind of looking at this whole thing about how women can't direct movies. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they do, in I fact, mean, direct much better movies than men. And like, so yeah, so, so it gets into that. And then near the tail end, it talks about how like, for example, the FX channel, when it, uh, the big report, there was like a big report that came out. Because they've been fighting for this quantitative data to come out for decades Mm -hmm. is the point of the documentary. And like no studio wanted to give any data. And then when FX came out very, very recently, it was like, oh, fuck, we're really white. And so FX was actually able to like change that in the sense that they were like, we'll do better. And they (laughs) they also produced Atlanta and they produced like all these other like really cool shows that actually are doing really well. Um, And now FX is like one of the biggest like companies and so um it was just really interesting but it's a really good documentary it's funny it's kind of infuriating at times because i didn't realize women directors were like fighting within their own union to get representation and i was like really guys seriously in the 60s in the 70s seriously why (laughs) so anyways um it's great it's a great documentary it's called this changes everything it's on netflix 
It's like less than two hours. It's like 80 minutes, whatever. Our Flag Means Death has episodes that are like 30 minutes-ish. Great. Not too long, which is, again, which I just just thought, you said the time of the movie. I'm like, how long a show is really affects how much I'm going to watch it. Oh, um, there's so many comedians in that show as well. Like Nick Kroll shows up as a pirate. Oh my God. Um, Leslie Jones shows up as a pirate. What? Like, it's all these different <laughs> things. It's so good. That's amazing. So Taika Waititi's friends come and have fun on set. Come day. and have fun and are ridiculous. In it. So, yeah, we don't deserve Taika Waititi. He's, he's such a gem. Um, and the other thing we will both uh, duly recommend will be Moon Knight because it's... Are we dual? I mean, it was good. I thought the first episode of Moon Knight was good. Yes. I thought it was great. I I mean, we both love Oscar Isaac. We love an Oscar Isaac joint. Um, he looks... It's so funny how dorky he even looks when he's playing the character... Yeah. Uh, spoilers of Steven versus the character of Mark. Mark, yeah. But... I was like... Yeah, that accent, though. It's It, it was better <laughs> in the episode than it was in the trailers. And obviously because this seems to be like a character who... It might be just a made-up version, part yeah, of his yeah, personality. Yeah. Having a weird accent is actually not that bad. Yeah, it makes sense. But, like, yeah. What a dream. So, yeah, we recommend Moon Knight, if anything, just to... Uh, here's your homework. Is it Kevin Bacon or is it Ethan Hawke? We won't say for ask what. Ask yourselves. Ask, you, ask yourself that question. Ask your heart and then Google it. Yeah, and then Look at the picture. Let us know. Ask your heart, Google it, and tell me that's not Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Anyway, um, so you can support us by rating and reviewing this podcast. Yes, please. Sharing with friends, all your family, friends, and neighbors. your family, and giving us five stars and telling everyone we're great. Pretend please we're do. an MLM that you have joined. Oh, absolutely. And if you join, then you know, once you get your friends to join, then you're going to gain more star points. <laughs> um, and for every star point you gain, you're going to win a... Uh, uh, like a chance to have a home in the Bahamas. I don't know. I don't. I haven't started this MLM yet, but we will. <laughs> One day we will. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can find us anywhere at I'd Kill a Spider for You, except for Twitter, where we're I'd Kill a Spider number four letter U. Yep. And you can find me at the CC Williams anywhere on the internet. Yep. Then you can find me at Carmen underscore Maria four one six for all things cat related. When I'm cat sitting and or grief related. Thank you. And good night. We always say good night. It could be day. It could be any time of day. So like. Thank you and good morrow to you.